One of the things that drives me crazy online is the constant sharing of so-called sexy financial stories. You know what I'm talking about. Young woman retires at 32 after seven years of work, but no one adds the second part of the story, which is after seven years of working hard, making $250,000 a year, plus stock options, young woman retires or couple pays off $500,000 in debt in seven months. But the other part of the story is after selling off their $427,000 house and a couple of cars, young couple was able to pay off $500,000 in debt. For a long time, I loved those sexy financial stories until I began questioning why they seem to be valued so much more than stories like mine. The painfully mundane stories where it took years to pay off $60,000 of really complicated debt. It's as if slow and steady doesn't win the race, but sooner or later it does. And with financial headwinds kind of on the minds of people, I keep hearing chatter around the topic of a potential recession. I wanted to encourage those of you who have what you feel are unsexy financial goals to keep moving forward. The unsexy stories eventually do become sexy over time to you and to someone else. Welcome to Michelle's Money Hungry. I'm your host, Michelle Jackson, and I focus on holding financial conversations that lean into social equity, policy, and access with a splash of pop culture. My goal is to lead these conversations with empathy and help both my listeners and myself learn more about money. this episode at the beginning of 2023. Per usual, we're being inundated with new year, new me, propaganda, fitness goals that will likely be forgotten about in the next couple of hours and the unnecessary social pressure that comes with living in a competitive society. For my American listeners, I know that we hear the following conflicting messages. Why don't you work harder? Well, why? Because I'm tired. Why are you tired? No rest for the wicked. Well, I'm just tired and I'm not wicked. I'm a human being who has a lot going on. You should be grateful for your job. Of course, I'm grateful for my job, but I'm sick of being held hostage by their unfair employment practices. So when we begin thinking of the financial goals that we would like to achieve or make happen in order to change our lives, here's something to consider. Sometimes it feels like our goals are small compared to other people's goals. Low key, not cool enough, and at the same time, impossible to achieve. What's been on my mind? It's the beginning of the year and I'm also setting my own financial goals. I would love to say that I have everything figured out financially, but I, I just don't. In fact, learning and maintaining good financial skills feels like learning another language. And I wish we would talk about personal finance from that perspective. Here's what I mean. Personal finance has so many angles to it. What was modeled financially to you in front of you in your home growing up, financial values, access to money, lack of access, technology, and how how technology and the changes around it influences our understanding of money, debt, no debt, savings, no savings, earnings, low earnings, investing, credit scores, which quite honestly are a metric that are that is relatively new in terms of a financial tool that's being used, credit cards and the credit 
utilization and rewards points. Like there's all these things we have to know. Don't get me started on all of the policies that that also influence our financial decisions. So when someone tells me about their financial goals, I'm also excited for them because there's so much to focus on. And even if the one financial thing you do that you're focused on feels small to you, that financial goal may be a big deal to someone else. I guess what I'm saying and what I'm talking about is perspective. As you set your financial goals at the beginning of the year or whenever you plan on doing that, I want you to keep the following in mind. Your financial goals are important. They don't have to be sexy. Even small goals such as paying off a $150 bill could make a big difference to your life. Mental energy gone from focusing on that bill. One less thing to think about. Credit allocation changes. If that's something that's on your mind, maybe your goal is to stop getting debt collection calls or to buy a new to you car and it could be brand new. I'm not going to judge. Or perhaps you want to buy bougie coffees regularly like I do. Or you just want to visit a family member in another state. Own your sexy goals. Don't worry about other people's. My financial goals were to try to figure out how to manage my finances better because my money issues and problems with finances were managing me. So I ended up paying off $60,000. But there's more to the story. It took almost eight years to pay that debt off. The process was quite honestly really messy and a bit disorganized. I admit it. I also ended up quitting my job, drastically lowering my income due to acute stress and anxiety. I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack if I stayed at that job, and I'm convinced that I did make the right choice for me. But here's the thing. I had around 30 creditors easily that I owed. I owed a lot of small bills, but they were big bills to me because of the energetic space that they took in my life, and it was money that I needed to earn in order to pay them off. On a daily basis, I was receiving debt collection letters, text messages, late notifications, emails, and this one was painful because it was towards the end of that whole process. I was served three different times regarding old credit card debt. I actually need to do a podcast episode about those experiences. For the first four years of paying off debt, I wasn't really convinced that having that goal was making a difference in my life because everything just felt the same. I was still getting all that collection activity. I just had so much so much pressure on me, especially when I knew so many other people who had achieved their financial goals faster. Like I was like, why am I doing this? I can't tell that anything's changed and everyone else is doing their, you know, achieving their goals faster. And maybe I just I suck. (laughs) That's how I felt. One day, though, I started noticing the following. I was getting a lot less mail, significantly less. And it wasn't because I'd switched everything to online communications because I had been. It was because there was nothing left to communicate with me. Those bills were paid or in good standing. I wasn't getting debt collection emails or letters. Again, the debts were either paid in good standing or gone. I was getting no more text messages. That one's a big one. To this day, I refuse to answer any number that I don't recognize because that for me used to signal debt collection activity. Now it's just spam and phishing. What was even better was how I felt. I could feel an ease off from all of the pressure that I had been dealing with. I was also making fewer financial mistakes because I'd learned more over time about managing my money. Positive financial management as a lifelong skill should likely improve over time. So like maybe you set a goal and you're not sure how it's going, but all the lessons and skills and and mindset changes that you make, they stick with you. 
what felt like small goals to someone else ended up being really big for me to have more money than month, to pursue some interests personally and professionally, to pay ahead on my bills, to travel around the U.S. consistently. This is like during COVID, but now I want to do it international again. Don't forget to get your passport. To eat what I wanted and not to have to economize on food, a big deal, especially when we're dealing with inflation. It took a while to do, but I was able to achieve those goals. And that has been a big deal for me. This year, I'm publishing my first personal finance book, Not a Financial Unicorn. It's a book for those of us with unsexy financial goals, the goals that don't make the front page of our favorite websites or get shared on social media. Not a Financial Unicorn shares what it's like to be at financial rock bottom for you, whatever that may be, and how gradual changes for me made a big impact on my life. My thought is it would be the same for you as well. The book is currently available for pre-order now, and I really do hope you'll support this project and hopefully it'll make a big difference to you as well. What is your unsexy financial goal? Let me know. I share my story because I don't want you to give up on your financial goals because you feel like they're not good enough. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. It only matters what you're doing and how it'll impact your life. Sometimes slow and steady is all that you can give a goal and that's okay. 